The lesson for tonight is from Isaiah 64, 1 to 9. Oh, that you would tear open the heavens and come down, so that the mountains would quake at your presence, as when fire kindles brushwood and fire causes water to boil, to make your known name known to your adversaries so that the nations might tremble in your presence. When you did awesome deeds that we did not expect, you came down and the mountains quaked at your presence. From ages past no one has heard, no ear has perceived, no eye has seen any God besides you who works for those who wait for him. You meet those who gladly do right, those who remember you in your ways. But you were angry, and we sinned, because you hid yourselves, we transgressed. We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a filthy cloth. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities, like the wind, take us away. There is no one who calls on your name or attempts to take hold of you, for you have hidden your face from us and have delivered us into the hand of our iniquity. Yet, O Lord, you are our Father, and we are the clay. You are the potter, and we all are the work of your hand. Do not be exceedingly angry, O Lord, And do not remember iniquity forever. Now consider, we are all your people. Let us pray. O God, during this time of Advent, we hear you come. And we ask that you remember us as clay and that you mold us into your people. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're in the season of Advent. We try to treat this time of Advent differently, but maybe the point is that we live in this time differently. This first Sunday and Wednesday in Advent, it reminds us that time is not our own. We like to think we can control time, and we plan it, and we manage it, and that by our sheer determination, time will bend to our needs and our desires. Sometimes we want time to turn around and and go back, Sometimes to remember again what was good. Sometimes to remember and change what was bad. Sometimes to relive time with someone we've lost. To recreate. And we hope that we can alter time, change its course. And so the message of Advent in relationship to time is 
Keep awake. Be alert. Wait. So Advent is not just a getting ready for the coming of Christ at Christmas. Because can we ever be ready for God entering into humanity, for God entering into our sinfulness and our brokenness, into our pain and into our loss, or even into our joy and into our love and into our longings? The answer is no. God comes. God arrives. Ready or not, God shows up. Our determination is like trying to change time. It just doesn't work. We do not control our own destiny. God will come. We may ask for stipulations and conditions and provisions, but God comes on God's timetable. The Isaiah 64 text has some history behind it. The Israelites were taken away in the Babylonian aggression. The Persians conquered the Babylonians, and the Persians sponsored a return to their home countries something like 70 years later. And the Israelites are coming back to Israelites who never left. And so this text deals with the clash between the immigrants and those who never left. So there was questions of status, social standings, political and religious authority. Who's in control? So the reading of this text in Advent reminds us we're not in control. It reminds us that our relationship with God needs healing. Our sin is that we try to put God in a box. We try to tame God's power. But the lesson says God is not contained. He comes like a mighty wind starting fires. And there's a hope at the end. He comes... And God's grace cannot be contained. We try to rush our way into Christmas. We want Christmas to be spectacular. Luther and the other reformers 500 years ago recognized how powerless we were. And that gives us freedom. It frees us that we may be like a child 
and see the wonderment, the gratitude, the surprise of Christmas morn. Advent, then, is really a request for us to surrender. Stop fighting to be good or better. Stop worrying about the righteous or the enlightenment. Stop thinking we alone can make Christmas special. Stop rushing past the hard lessons. Because we're all like a leaf and we fade. Yet, God comes and calls us clay. At Advent, we practice waiting. We wait in patience, knowing that not every act of God is like that opening verse of the sledgehammer breaking things apart. God does not always split open the heavens. You remember Jesus' disciples, Lord, shall we call down fire from heaven to consume those who do not hear your voice? And the answer was no. And Jesus talked about the kingdom. It comes like a mustard seed. It comes like yeast in bread. O little town of Bethlehem, How silently, how silently, the wondrous gift is given. The Jews, the Israelites in first century, longed for a powerful leader to toss out the Romans. God answered their prayer, but not the way they expected. Instead of military might, he sent a baby, born in a manger, in a barnyard. And at Advent, we prepare, we watch, and we wait, and we hear God's whisper, I am with you. The incredible text of Isaiah makes us think about Christmas because God forms us out of clay. And then he makes a miracle. God becomes clay, God's self. God enters into life that will die. God enters into us and knows us. God enters into humanness, even to the point of death. And in that coming, God brings new life. Else we would surely die. God brings a new heaven and a new earth. And sufferings and despair have God's touch in them. So Advent gives us time. Advent gives us space to believe and live in this reality. C.S. Lewis says, Aim at heaven 
and you get earth thrown in. Aim at earth, and in the end, you get nothing. When we only aim at earth, when we're all wrapped up in myself, my world, my issues, my needs, then we lose God. But when we aim at heaven, life takes on a different meaning. We see ourselves as servants of God. We see ourselves preparing for the kingdom to come. We live knowing that God has become clay and gives us the gift of life. Mother Teresa reminds our sisters that Christians aren't called to be successful. Christians are only called to be faithful. Where it's not a call to be perfect, it's not a measure of success that the world loves, it's just a call to be faithful in that heavenly way. Advent. It breaks into our world. It breaks into our heart. And we are given the gift of living with God. So that text in Isaiah that starts out with the thunderous victory of God returning ends with God becoming clay. And we are a lump with no purpose. But God loves to make that lump his creation. And we become part of the divine image and likeness of God. So when Christmas gets here, the message is an infant who is God brings life. Amen.